When we're on the path to a massive up level, all our minds want to do is protect us. They're programmed to interpret data. And when the data says, hey, a massive change is coming, our minds are trained to believe that means danger. So our reactive response is fear. And our subconscious pulls at whatever fears are familiar. So fears of failure, fears of success, fears of hitting your upper limit. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand, a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself, and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I'm so thrilled to have you here with me today. I'm really, really excited for today's topic. I had something else in mind, but then as the day went on when I was getting ready to record this podcast, the title of this podcast popped into my head or the title of this potential topic popped into my head and I thought, you know what, why not? So next month's programming for the community has been announced. It's so exciting. It's so riveting. It's so, so full. And I'm so excited. And I'll share that with you at the end of the podcast. But the only thing I will share with you right away is that next month's self-help book giveaway in the visionary tier, which is our highest tier of the community, is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And if you've never read The Big Leap, He proposes this concept that every person on this planet, whether you're massively successful or whatever, has what's called an upper limit problem. So the upper limit basically states that when we are reaching a new level of success, a new level of achievement, a new level of income, or a new level of life, we are reaching an upper limit. And in that upper limit, as soon as we start to to see that success like about to come in, maybe you're about to get that promotion or you're about to hit like your highest income gross month, whatever it is, our body's signature of fear response to seeing that upper limit. So we all have a limit to the amount of success we think we're worthy of, the amount of abundance we think we're worthy of, etc. So that's essentially what the upper limit is. And that's the book of the the month for next month that we're giving away. It's fabulous. It's amazing. It's absolutely riveting and pretty mind-blowing because you may think that there are areas of your life where you don't have an upper limit, but I truly believe that in every aspect of our life, relationships, marriage, as parents, our jobs, our careers, our businesses, in college, in everything, there is an upper limit problem. And when I was thinking of the upper limit, I wanted to focus on the up level problem. He never actually proposes this concept, like the title of that as the concept, but it's essentially what a lot of the the conversation he has is about, is this idea of when we're reaching an up level, right before we up level, we can self-sabotage. We freak out, we signature a fear response, and our body goes into fight or flight. So I want to talk about that today because as in in keeping of the tone of the last several podcasts, I've been talking to you guys about how I've been feeling about the community launch, 
my process moving forward with it. And what made me think about this podcast topic was a conversation I was having with some girlfriends last night. So let me backtrack. Yesterday I took, I decided to take the day off. I spent the whole day with a girlfriend of mine who doesn't have normal work hours. She, her weekends like vary. So she had a Thursday off and I was in some desperate need of just some girl time, some friend to friend bonding time. So I ended up hanging out all day with my girlfriend, Kristen. She is one of my oldest friends. I adore this woman so much and she's always just been incredibly supportive as is all my friends but Kristen just knows how to show up she knows how to comfort you she gives the best hugs (laughs) so she's just she's a light and I adore her so I spent the day with her and then her and I ended up grabbing dinner with someone you've heard many many times about my best friend Jess so we're all sitting at dinner I'm talking to them about everything that's been going on and they're offering all of this amazing advice and I just I walk away from the dinner feeling really supported, really guided, and pretty motivated. So I get to the subway, I'm taking the path home, and I'm waiting for the train to come. And I'm just sitting there, you know, kind of thinking about the conversation because my phone was about to die. So I couldn't scroll, which was great. Because I was thinking to myself, like, okay, what is the block here? Why am I feeling blocked around growth with the community? And I thought, Well, it's not because I don't believe in it. Like I do. I believe in the community so deeply. And that's that's something that Jess and Chris kind of outright asked me last night. Do do you believe in this? And I told them and I tell everyone, I believe in the programming and the premise around this community more than anything else in this universe. I I can't even explain the visceral reaction I have when I say that. Like every fiber in my body every atom in my body is telling me yes like yes yes a million times yes this is going to be amazing so I'm I'm standing there waiting for the subway thinking to myself like okay this is yes like nothing about this has changed my answer is always yes so I asked myself okay what's the block it's not that I don't believe in the community and I thought to myself well maybe I don't believe in myself and holy shit my mind just blew I like I it was funny I was standing there somewhat alone like there wasn't anyone directly next to me and I just remember you know that feeling of like your face falling I don't know if that's the right description of it but I was looking straight forward thinking like my vision was kind of off like I wasn't focused on anything I was kind of going into zoning out and I remember thinking to myself like okay so obviously I don't believe in myself and I just my jaw dropped and I was just like huh like my body fell I was like holy shit holy crap that's the problem I believe in the community I believe in its inevitable success I believe in its programming I believe in the premise I believe in every single thing about the community I believe it is revolutionary do I believe in myself to be the one to achieve it I think so but sometimes no and so that was the the critical shift I had last night So I'm thinking about this the whole subway ride home. Like, holy crap. Okay, why don't I believe in myself? Like, what's the barrier here? Now I've identified the underlying like true belief that needs to be rewired. So what are what are the branches under that? What's what are the issues that are building on that upper limit problem? Why don't I believe I'm capable of achieving this level of success? 
And that's where I came up with this idea of the up-level problem, which is essentially the same thing as an upper limit problem. However, I think in the in the book that Gay Hendricks wrote, he argues a lot that upper limit problems can also be associated with success that you may not desire. So what I mean by that is maybe you're someone who doesn't really love their job, but you're really good at it. So you've worked your way up and you're working your way up. You're doing great. You're high performance. You're you're thriving at your job, but it's just not aligned with your passions. And your boss sits you down and says, hey, here's a promotion. Here's a raise. This is the job we want you to fulfill. You're fantastic. You're perfect for the, for the position. And then all of a sudden something clicks and you're like, mm, nope, this isn't for me. Bye bye. So the upper limit is also associated with that because that fear response is this desire to take the job out of security, safety, financial security, like all of the things. So the upper limit in regards to that is this fight or flight response of do I fight for my dreams and leave this job even though it's super secure or do I flight and stay here and, you know, like just kind of keep moving up but hate what I do. So when I say the up-level problem, I'm talking about the actual upper limit that we all know. And before I move on, I just want to say, obviously, the entire premise of this podcast is based on this book. Like, I'm just contributing my thoughts to Gay Hendricks' model on the upper limit problem. Like, this is all his his foundation that he's built. Uh, just to, you know, copyright notice. <laughs> so the up-level problem, the upper limit problem that I'm talking about specifically is when we're on a path to achieving the success that we desire. And that's when we trigger that fear response. That's when we trigger that self-sabotage response. That's when we trigger this idea that, "Mm, nope, never mind. I'm not good enough for this. I'm going to back out. I'm going to bow down. Because that's something I could do. That is a plausible reaction and a plausible outcome of what people do when they reach a certain level of success they bow out and give it to someone else I could sell the rights sell the idea sell the community to someone who does believe that they can do it am I going to do that absolutely not of course not this is my dream this is my love (laughs) this is what I meant to do so the up level problem is what happens right before we reach an up level when we're on the path to a massive up level. All our minds want to do is protect us. They're programmed to interpret data. And when the data says, hey, a massive change is coming, our minds are trained to believe that means danger. So our reactive response is fear. And our subconscious pulls at whatever fears are familiar. So fears of failure, fears of success, fears of hitting your upper limit. That is simply our protective instinct. That is our mind and body trying to protect us from change. Because as evolutionary beings, despite change being inevitable and necessary, it always triggers a fear response. We don't understand what could happen beyond that change, right? Our minds don't have the ability to predict what's going to happen when something changes because we don't have evidence for it. Now, we can pull from evidence in the past of when things have changed. You know, when I, if I ever move again, my brain isn't going to trigger a massive fear response because I've moved in the past, right? So I'm going to pull the evidence of that move being safe and tell myself in the future, hey, this is still safe. Like we're just doing the same thing again. It's just a different place. So the first thing to acknowledge here is that if you've ever acknowledged an upper limit problem of yours or an up level problem of yours, First, be kind to yourself. Don't berate yourself and belittle yourself for fearing change. It's 
an evolutionary response. It's natural. It's what we all trigger when we see change becoming inevitable. Think of it as like those studio signs that you see for like recording studios or like on the Warner Brothers set or whatever, where you see like, you know, those bright black sign, like the sign is black and then it's bright letters that bright red letters that flash that say like on set or filming or like thing. Think of that in your mind. We have those bright neon signs that says change, change, change. And our brains are just trying to protect us. That is perfectly normal. And the first thing you should do when that happens is just say, hey, Thanks, brain. I hear you. I know you want to protect me. We're good. We're going to keep charging forward. We're going to reach the up level. You're safe. Our minds think change is unsafe. And that's what I have been going through. That is what launching the community has triggered in me. A fear response that change is happening. I was at my baseline, which is what we talked about last week, right? I was at my baseline. I was at my status quo for a long time. Even though I was developing something, nothing in my business had actually changed yet until the moment the community launched. I didn't have to launch it. I could spend five, six months developing it and then say, hmm, never mind, I'm good. And I could maintain the status quo of my business, which was signing clients to the creative studio, signing coaching clients, and building that side of the business. However... I decided to add the next level. I decided it was time for this change. I started pursuing it. And not only did I start pursuing it, but in that pursuit, in those five, six, seven months I spent building the community and building, you know, the next phase of LaRue, I acknowledged, fully acknowledged, like fully self-aware, active, (laughs) active thinking, acknowledged, hey, you're probably going to reach an upper limit hey, you're probably going to feel terrified when the community launches. Hey, you're probably going to feel vulnerable, judged, etc. You're going to feel all these things. I knew that was coming. I have the self-awareness of my emotions, of, you know, just obviously me being the person who knows me best. I know what my triggered responses are when change happens. Change that feels uncomfortable, change that feels really raw and vulnerable. So when I did launch the community (laughs) and I started to feel all these things, my question is, okay, why was it such a shock? Because I did acknowledge these things. But I think the wave of emotions that hit me was so deep and so profound that I wasn't truly ready to experience those emotions on a level that felt like it was bringing me back to being a small child. And that is something that also is triggered when we hit an upper limit, when we hit an upper, an up level response is that we revert back to a childlike response of fear. We revert back to memories from our childhood, whether it's conscious or subconscious or unconsciously, however you want to say it, we revert back to a a version of ourselves that believed we couldn't do it, that was told you're not good enough, you're not worthy enough, you're not smart enough, you're not talented enough, whatever it is, we were told that we can't achieve what we want to achieve. So in these last couple weeks in launching the community, which by the way, it feels like that was months ago and it was literally three weeks ago. In these three weeks since launching the community, the upper limit problem that I have faced and the up level problem that I have faced is this this fear response of 
literally seeing in my mind's eye that neon flashing sign of change and wanting to bow out. Now, something that I've been thinking about a lot in the in this wave of emotions and everything that I've been experiencing is a podcast that I listened to back when I was living in Florida, so well over two years ago. And I think it was towards, I could be totally wrong, but I think it was towards the beginning of launching LaRue. I was still in like, I, I was still experiencing high highs and low lows daily, right? I was still really, really in an active process of healing my emotions, of addressing my emotions, of even learning how to identify my emotions. And I was listening to Gabby Bernstein's podcast. And I remember, I couldn't tell you what episode it is. I couldn't tell you what the context of the episode was. I can just remember this very specific line. She had talked about at the beginning of like kind of launching her next phase of Gabby Bernstein. So she went through addiction. She fought addiction. She um, is in active recovery of addiction. And and once she started that, she started her business, you know, Gabby Bernstein becoming a, a motivational speaker, etc. And in the beginning, I think she launched like a course or like an, uh, an in-person workshop or I don't remember what it was, but she launched a product that, where she had to show up live like to it. So maybe it was like a virtual host or I don't know. I'm getting into the details. Anyways, she launched something where she had to show up, whether it was virtually or in person. And she talked about this massive fear that the moment she launched it, she felt, oh my God, what if no one shows up? She had this massive fear of, holy crap, what if no one shows up to this and I'm just sitting here alone twiddling my thumbs? And for days, she was going back and forth on this fear, telling herself, no, it's going to be amazing. Hundreds of people are going to show up. I don't know if she said hundreds, but you know, she like whatever felt like a satisfying number. And then she would go down to this low of no one's going to show up. Lots of people are going to show up. No one's going to show up. Lots of people, no one. Lots of people, no one. Anyways, so she went through this for several days. And I remember something that hit me so deeply and I can remember exactly where I was when I was listening to this podcast. I listened to it at the gym and I didn't finish it at the gym. I got in my car, put it on and drove to Smoothie King to get a smoothie. And I parked in the parking lot and I sat in my car and I waited for her to finish because I was dying to hear what she said. And she said, I knew in that moment that if I wanted success, and this is obviously not a direct quote, quote but she said something along these lines I knew that in that moment if I wanted success I had to show up as if a hundred other people were showing up I had to show up as if it was sold out a massive room of thousands of people were there waiting to hear me speak and that is something that has stuck with me so deeply the ability for us to coach ourselves into showing up in a situation that feels so vulnerable and so exposed like that's like walking into a room naked like that genuinely feels to me like you're gonna walk into a room full of strangers and they're gonna stare at you butt naked (laughs) so (laughs) so that has been resonating with me a lot lately in the context of the community in this idea that I have to show up as if I have a million followers on social media. 
I have to show up as if a thousand people are going to show up to every single programming. I have to show up with the confidence of believing in the community and translating that to believing in myself. It is not my belief in the community that's the issue. It's the belief I have in myself. And the reason I'm sharing this with you guys and being so vulnerable and honest is that I know every single person listening to this podcast can fully relate to what I'm talking about. Whether it's in your own job, whether it's showing up in a friendship, a relationship, as a parent, whatever it is. Everyone can relate to this feeling of feeling like you're standing in a room butt naked. (laughs) Like that's the best way I can describe it, right? We all know what that feels like. We all know how exposed that can feel. And I think that that is the best way to describe what I've been feeling. Not only on an external point of view, but also on this internal point of view of like, me writing the articles and sharing that with you guys, of me recording these podcasts voice to voice, telling you guys exactly how I feel and still expecting and still believing in the fact that it is this raw vulnerability that's going to trigger you to actually join the community, right? You're going to hear me talk about this and be like, oh, hell yeah, this is the person I need support from. I know I'm not going to convert any people by sitting here talking about how the community's this wild success when while that's true, it doesn't feel fully authentic to not share this fear side of this journey. So the up level problem, the upper limit problem, we all have them. And it goes back to my point of knowing however long it takes one day I'll be recording this podcast and talking to you guys about how much success the community has grown into. I will be sharing with you guys the numbers, the accolades, the, you know, the wins that our members are receiving, the brand partners that we've signed. I'll be sitting here recording a podcast, telling you guys and fully believing in myself and the community, not just the community. So... I really hope that this hits home for you guys. I really hope that in me sharing this with you, you feel you have permission to speak up about your upper limit problems and not even necessarily speak up like in the sense of, you know, go share all that with someone, but share it with yourself. Like it can be so easy to deny this this upper limit that we have. It can feel so easy to just push it down and pretend that that fear response that you're feeling isn't there because that's what we want to do. We want to pretend that we're good. We want to, we want to put on our, you know, our best outfit and save face and tell ourselves that, you know, nope, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And the more you say it, the more denial you're just kind of pushing yourself into. So let this podcast be the permission that you, that you need to acknowledge maybe an upper limit or an up level problem that you're facing right now. Are you in transition to a massive up level? And if so, what fear response is that triggering for you? What what fear what emotions are rooted in fear that you're feeling right now? And when you start to address them and identify them, that's when you can actually dive in. That's when you can actually you know, pull the curtains open and say, okay, what's going on here? Because if I did not have the ability that I have to identify my own emotions, if I did not have the relationship that I have with my emotions, I can't even imagine the sheer panic I would be feeling right now. The sheer vulnerability and the sheer fear I would be feeling at launching this community. I wouldn't even be launching it because I know that 
if I didn't have this emotion that I have, emotion, if I didn't have this relationship that I have with my emotions and with myself, I wouldn't have believed in myself enough to get this far, let alone actually launch it. And now even though this fear response has been triggered, I'm addressing it, I'm figuring it out and I'm moving on and I'm, I'm tapping away the upper limit. I am journaling away the upper limit. I am doing the things I need to do to break through that ceiling. So Speaking of ceilings, speaking of the community, speaking of all of the above, I want to take some time to share the March program with you guys. I am so excited, specifically because March, I think, will be a special month for the LaRue community. March is Women's History Month, and that is obviously something we need to honor, and we need to accolade and congratulate and celebrate because generations of women before us are the reason why we're here, the reason why we know what we know, we've learned. It's the reason why we're fighting for equal rights. We're fighting for equality in the workplace. We're fighting for women's voices to be heard, seen, and trusted. And that's what the community is all about. We celebrate women. We are a community for women And we're here to celebrate your success, your wins. We're here to be there and be the support system that you need when you fall. And we're here to pick you right back up. So I was really, really trying to think deliberately, very deliberately and very thoughtfully about what I wanted the March programming to kind of be centered around. So what I wanted kind of the main theme to be about. And I debated on a couple of things, but I settled on the concept and the idea of wellness because I I wanted to really kind of create a full circle moment with Women's History Month and what the LaRue brand is. And if you've read the new copy, if you visited the new website, you know that our kind of, I hate calling it a tagline or a slogan, but I guess that's like just how you would identify it. You know that our, our main concept, our main driving point is that LaRue is a brand built on the belief that women can have it all. And I think wellness is the perfect theme and topic for the month to drive that point home because for years and years, for generations and generations, we have been taught that women have to have one or the other. You're either a stay-at-home mom and your husband's the breadwinner or you work and you're a bad mom because you're working. And I think that 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 very, very flatline response is pretty outdated. I know that that's not kind of the standard or the status quo now, but I do think that a version of that has been translated. And there still is this massive doubt that women can have it all. There is a massive doubt that you can be a successful career woman and still be a good mom or a good partner, but men can do it. No problem. They're If they're the breadwinner, if they're successful at their job, that automatically somehow translates to them being an amazing father. We're here to break that boundary. We're here to break that expiring boundary because it's no longer true. So wellness is the topic of the month for March because we can value wellness the same way we value our job. We do not have to, and this is again another like massive premise behind the LaRue brand, we do not have to give up our personal success for the sake of our professional success and vice versa. So I chose wellness and now I'm going to finally tell you what the actual programming is because I think it's going to be really, really exciting because I've translated this into this idea that you can have all the success and still live a well-maintained, intentional life. 
So for the breakthrough tier, we have our 60-minute lifestyle brainstorming session. That is the only active session, like live session for that tier. And we are talking about wellness advocacy, how to set productive boundaries. So as you know, our brainstorming sessions are community-led. I want you to think of it essentially as a session where you show up in your pajamas with a glass of wine or your hot girl water cup and you're sitting there with your best girlfriends and you're talking. That's it. You're talking. You have a theme in a, you know, a selected topic and you're throwing out ideas. You're asking for advice. You're giving advice. You're learning and you're listening. So our lifestyle brainstorming session is wellness advocacy. Our entrepreneurship and career brainstorming session, which is in our mastermind tier, is called your next big idea, brainstorming the one, two, three. Now, this one doesn't have so much to do with wellness, but I was really excited about this idea based on our entrepreneurship workshop that is this month, which happened last Friday. So if you join the community at the visionary tier, you're more than welcome to go back and watch the replay. But it went really well. It was about positioning your brand and reaching your ideal clients to break financial ceilings. And I wanted the next brainstorming session to kind of piggyback off of that. So it's just essentially like what I just said, brainstorming, you know, the next steps of your big idea. Then also in our mastermind tier, we have the Intentional Living Workshop, which is our guest programming for next month. If you guys listen to the podcast with Victoria, she was so fabulous. It was only a couple episodes back. We talked about ambitious women and balancing the drive and the wellness and the career and etc. And she is coming back for more. So Victoria is hosting our Intentional Living Workshop, Becoming Ambitiously Balanced, And I am so, so excited to have her on and continue our conversation because it just felt so productive. And I truly, I truly hope it was so enlightening for those of you who listened, especially those of you who are our career girlies and our our nine to five girlies. So our intentional living workshop is for you guys next month. I'm so excited. It's going to be fabulous. And then the last piece of programming for our mastermind tier is our 60-minute goal-setting session, which, as you know, happens on the first of every month, and it is integrating rest into your goal-setting in daily life. I've already created the programming for this, and you guys, it is so, so great because I think when we think about goal-setting and we think about our daily routines and our daily life, we're thinking more about the go-go-go of it, right? We're thinking about the active participation we have in it. But what about rest? How do you integrate rest into your goal setting? I am so excited for this programming. I truly think it's going to be fabulous. And then finally, in our visionary tier, we have two active live programming sessions. We have the 60-minute tapping session, which is going to be clearing the I can't do it mindset. So this goes to the mindset aspect of wellness. And we are going to be clearing the I can't do it because we are honoring the women in our history who have got us here. And we are teaching ourselves that we can do it because they have taught us that we can. They have taught us we can do it. So that tapping session is going to be amazing. And then finally, we have our 90-minute. This is the only 90-minute programming we have in the community is our entrepreneurship workshop. And we're doing the topic, Let Your Business Shine, Clearing Your Limiting Beliefs as an Entrepreneur. So we are addressing exactly this, your upper limit problem as an entrepreneur. We are going to be tapping away, journaling away those fears, and clearing your limiting belief as an entrepreneur. 
And this can totally be for our career women as well. If you have an upper limit of promotion, of an upper limit of what salary you think you can make, we're clearing that too. This is for everybody. And that is our programming for March. I'm so, so excited. And I'm going to end this podcast on the biggest news yet, which if you haven't, if you don't follow us on social media or if you don't get the newsletter, this might be the first time you're hearing about it. But I wanted to give you guys the voice to voice iteration of this because I'm so, so excited to announce that we have launched what we're calling basically tier zero of the community. It's called expansion and it is free. I very quickly realized right after I launched the community that if I want impact, if I want driven impact, I have to be able to open it to everybody. I fully understand that joining a community while it's very valued isn't always a top priority for everyone. And if you're a budding entrepreneur or even if you're someone more who's just like on the apprehension side of things like, okay, well, you know, I don't want to consume too much. I don't know if this is the right thing for me or, you know, whatever it is that's been holding you back from joining the community, the expansion tier is for you. It's free. You get access to our community feed and our community network. You do not get access to our brand partners, nor do you get access to the programming that happens each month. But at the very least, you're accessing the network, you're accessing friends, you're accessing people who can, you know, converse with you, offer advice with you, etc. So I'm so, so excited to share with you guys the expansion tier. At the very least, it lets you dip your toe in, lets you learn more, lets you communicate with other members, meet new people and network. And that is what the community is all about. It's about this connectedness that we need as women in business. We need this interconnectedness, this inner ability to chat and do so in a way that feels honest and vulnerable and not judged. So the expansion tier is for you. I'm so, so excited for you guys and for you guys to join and the conversations to keep flowing. The first month of the community or first three weeks of the community has been amazing and I'm just so, so beyond excited to continue watching it expand and grow into this big, beautiful thing. So go join the expansion tier. The link to do so will be in the bio. And if you're interested in any of the programming that I just announced, you can go to the community website to learn more about, you know, just kind of the longer descriptions about the the programming. And if you're interested in joining, just make sure that you join at the proper tier for any specific programming that you're interested in, or you can just join at the visionary tier and get access to everything. And that's what I've got for you guys today. I hope you guys loved it. I hope you guys feel excited about March programming. Don't forget to join Expansion and I will see all of you beautiful souls next week.